What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Talk with Big Mir. And today is just me. I know y'all miss me. Y'all miss this voice all to yourselves. But I had to bring my friends because you know that's the gift of the show, too. You know, my friends be wanting to hear the cases. See, now, let me tell you about them real quick. See, now that I start letting them come on the show, now they into it like, oh, yeah, they want to send me cases that they want me to cover. And it's like, no, 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 no. Where was all that energy when I was just telling y'all the stories? But now that I got a little podcast, people listening, I got a little fans, they want to come jump on the show. Mm-mm. But no, I do appreciate them coming on. But um, I also need y'all to start commenting Rating the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I don't think Spotify will let y'all leave comments, but they will let y'all rate. And I think I want to do a contest to motivate y'all to rate and leave me comments. So I think I want to do like a little giveaway. Um, I'm going to figure it out when I want to do it because I want to give y'all like a good amount of time. I would say now, but now it's like the holiday season. So I'd rather y'all just... You know, do y'all thing. Y'all busy. I'm busy shit. So, we'll start next, the beginning of next year. I'll do a contest to get y'all to start liking and commenting. Okay? So, today's case is going to be a little different. I thought I'd le- le- let y'all chill with the brutal murders and children being hurt and all the other bull that we've been going through these last, what, eight cases. This one's a little different. This one is a missing person which is actually a found person, but the cause of death is not really make, making sense. The math not mathing, you know, one plus one plus equal two. But in this case, one plus one is equal like five. So things just aren't making sense. So today's case that we're going to cover is Jaylon Day. I hope I am saying his name right. I actually seen this last year on the shade room and I was just like, ooh, I should cover this case. I should do, like, a different case this week. So, I'm going to give y'all this one. Hope you guys are excited. Jalen Day was 25 years old at the time of his death. He was the fourth child out of five. His mother, Carmen, had two girls and three boys. And he was raised in Danville, Illinois. Was that Midwest? I've never been to Illinois. I actually want to go to Chicago. So, yeah. (laughs) So, in August, Jalen was set on getting his master's degree in the competitive field of speech pathology at the Illinois State University, which was in downstate normal, maybe it's normal. Maybe I say it like that because it's a normal Illinois, but it might be pronounced normal. Maybe it's kind of fancy. Normal. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and that's when he like suddenly disappeared. So he disappeared from campus. Well, not from campus, but while he was you know in school. So the family started getting concerned because they haven't heard from him. And then his mother, well, she said she talked to him like every day. So like by the time I think like day two hit and she ain't talked to her son, it was like, okay, things are not adding up. And he was missing class and he was trying to be a doctor. So they knew that's not something that he would be doing. He was excited about starting his master's. So missing class is definitely not something he would have been on. So once he failed to report to class, talk to his family, his family and his professors contacted authorities on August 25th. Okay, so apparently he hasn't talked to his family since August 23rd. And that's also when he was last seen on campus. Okay, so they reported him missing. They started to search. His family started looking for him. I think that they said the family started looking for him first. You know, the cops, they, I don't know why they move so slow. I'm missing person cases that like the shit pisses me off so bad. You report somebody missing, and the first thing they say is, "Oh, they're adult. They'll pop up. They'll come back around." But what I'm not understanding is, so many people are coming up missing and getting kidnapped and all types of stuff. So they really need to take every single missing person case very important. Like, don't take it as in they ran away. Then by the time you realize they didn't, they're dead. Like. Start looking for me. If somebody's family is reporting them missing, obviously it's out the ordinary. So look into it. Like, it don't take much to look into it. I'm not even going to get on if it was someone else that would look into it quickly, but it seemed like it's true. Like, white women, you report them missing, they're looking into them. Black people, we're runaways or we're just off and we'll be back. Like, it pisses me off so bad. So his car was actually located in Peru, Illinois, on August 26th. And when they searched the area, it didn't pop up anything. So the police discovered his car, his white Chrysler 300, in a wooded area, which was actually found by a high school student on his way to work. I guess I didn't realize that's a little weird, because if you're on your way to work, how do you find somebody's car in a wooded area? Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you drive through to get to work for you? Unless, because if it's in a wooded area, oh, maybe it was sitting on the side of the road. But they would have said the side of the road, right? So, yeah, what are you doing in a wooded area? Whatever. He found a car in a wooded area. Police came out there. It was Jalen's car. The license plate was removed. And they found a partially smoked uh, blunt. He had a blunt in the car. And he found his journal. So they allowed maybe this can give us some clues on what was his state of mind at the time. But the police won't say what was in the journal. But we do know that it wasn't a suicide note. And Jalen's mom, Carmen, said that the journal began in 2016, but there was only two entries for 2021, which was the year he went missing. So that probably wasn't going to pop up nothing. But on September 4th, his body was found in a river. Let's point that out. They found his body in the river. Um, more puzzling was the discovery of Jalen's sneakers and shorts on a riverbank north of where his body was found, which was found by two Illinois State University students. While the items contained DNA, it wasn't Jalen's and still have not been identified, which doesn't make sense. He found items in his car. I mean, he found his sneakers and his shorts floating down the damn river. 
where his body was found and it wasn't his DNA on it, why the fuck are we not trying to figure out who DNA this is? You know what? The police do like to keep everything hush-hush, so maybe they are and they probably have no one to test it again. So have you heard that little slip? That's my little thought juice. I do like thought juice. My, by the way, if you guys don't know what thought juice are, I'm sorry. I'm just saying thought juice like y'all know what that is. Thought juices are like Mike Hearts, like Lamaritas. This was actually like a Smirnoff Ice Smash Pink Lemonade. And it was a raspberry lemonade. It's pretty good. I should get like some promo for this. Smirnoff, I'm promoting you. Hello. <laughs> Anyways, so his wallet was found by a person looking for a lost drone. All these discoveries of his stuff popping up by random people. It's crazy. His mother actually made a comment about this on Good Morning America on September 29th. She said she's, quote, I'm very upset because I can't even look at my son's body. His body has deteriorated to the point where I can't say a proper goodbye to him. That is, like, fucking sad. Like, damn. Not only was your son missing, but when you find him, you can't even, like, look at his body. Because you don't want that to be the last image. You'd rather him be looking like himself. Like, if I'm going to look at someone, a family member, a loved one that passed, I want you to look like yourself. I don't want to look at you with stuff missing or you all deteriorated to the point where you... I don't know. That sucks. But the, La- the LaSalle Corner report said that Jalen drowned. They said that his cause of death was drowning, which I guess would make sense if he was found in a river. But his mother says that he is an expert swimmer. So she thinks it's uh, obviously foul play is involved because her son could swim. So how did he get found dead in the river? On top of that, his clothes, why is he out his clothes? Then why is his wallet found way away from his body? Clearly something happened. So according to the coroner's report, Day was wearing a t-shirt and underwear with a black sweatshirt tied around his waist at the time of the autopsy. But other pieces of Day's clothing have been found scattered between his car, river. When you found him, he was wearing a t-shirt and underwear with a black sweatshirt tied around his waist. I'm not I'm I'm a little confused. Why is why is he out his clothing? How how can we rule this as a drowning when a person is out their clothing? This is not making sense. I guess someone could say, oh maybe he got stuck on like a piece of wood or something. Not wood, a piece of tree branch or whatever you want to call it in the water. Maybe the current was... That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm found in a t-shirt and my underwear with a black sweatshirt tied around my waist with my pants is off. Shoes is gone. Okay. Then they're saying there's no evidence of him being, like, strangled, assaulted, stabbed with anything, shot, or anything like that. So I guess that's why they're saying it's a drowning, because there's no signs that attack or foul play happened. But his stuff being found in different places should say that something happened. Uh, okay. 
Six weeks after Jalen's body was found in the Illinois River, a man driving on I-55 North in Bloomington pulled over to secure a mattress he had tied to the roof of his car, and he happened to look on the side of the road and saw a scattered, shattered iPhone, which he ended up giving to the police and found out it was Jalen's. Jalen's. Um, what? If somebody drowned, you would think that his car and him would have been in the same area. Or even by chance that he did float down the river, his car should be somewhere close to the river. That way you could, and all his items, if he was going to go out for a swim, should have been either at the place entrance of where the water is like if his car was maybe parked on the side by the little wood or somewhere in the wooden area you should be able to walk maybe even like a straight line to where the water is and see his wallet phone shoes you know what i'm saying everything should be right there if less by chance he was going swimming in the river i don't know but if you want to say drown obviously he got in the water so if he went swimming, I think he would have taken all that out of his pocket. All that would have been found in one area, along with car keys and shit like that, which I didn't see nothing about keys. So I don't know if the keys was in the car. I, I, I don't know. They're really not giving, giving out much. So DeAndre, which is one of Jalen's brother and his mother, Carmen, are convinced that the answers to what happened to Jalen, Jalen, I keep saying his name like that are on messages in his phone and his phone was sent to the fbi in chicago they haven't been able to get inside the iphone uh, this is what carmen is saying they haven't been able to get inside the iphone they tell me there's a software that only available for the iphone up to the 11 and Jalen had a 12 max pro why the fuck does not is the fbi not up to date on all the latest fucking uh electronic uh, softwares and stuff like if people out here buying new phones and shit y'all need to be able to get into all these new phones like what are y'all doing lord have mercy now i hate for you to get missing out we on the what 13 4 13 right or is it 14 out now i don't know i got 13 but we on the whole like this is stupid police source close to the investigation say that Jalen's verizon Cell phone records show his phone was turned off at 9.21 a.m., which is after he was seen buying marijuana at the Beyond Hello dispensary in Bloomington. They seen his car, like, driving away on the video. So, Jalen, let's piece together his day from what we got. 9.21, he clearly went out to buy him some weed, probably to go get ready to go to class or whatever he had to do. Doctor said he had, the future doctor had to get high. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, the wise, no one would turn their phone off at 921 in the morning. That's a little odd time to cut your phone off. And it never cut back on. So, of course, they're trying to hint the fact that he was probably suicidal. If y'all not seeing where I'm kind of going with this. They're trying to say, I guess they're trying to say that maybe he was suicidal. And, you know, he went in the river and drowned, killed himself. It's not making sense because, like Miss Carmen said, he can swim. So expert swimmer in that. I don't think the little river would have been too much for an expert swimmer, but whatever. Then his phone was tossed from the car onto the roadside, which is where the man found it days later. Well, six weeks later. 
This is, can y'all following me? This is not adding up. The math isn't mathing. We're finding his body here, his car here, his wallet here, his cell phone on the side of the road. And you're still going to say this is a drowning? Clothes off, all found different places. Like, this shit is, Jesus, making me upset. NBC5 investigates obtain uh, investigates obtain heavy reindat police emails through the Freedom of Information Act, which we all, if you don't know, can get that. If you want to get records on stuff, you can write using that and get records too. I found that out. So on the email reference as a extraction report, Apple iPhone. And notes, 23 chats and 17 messages found on Jalen's phone. And these details have been cross-referenced from Jalen's contact list. Okay, so I guess everyone he was talking to, people that was in his phone. So I guess that's nothing suspicious for them. But still could be. you. Somebody you know can kill you or do something to you. That don't mean nothing. Other emails note, six phone numbers of interest. Okay. And... Oh, they also note six phone numbers of interest, but a detective also writes nothing crazy on Jalen's phone. So they ain't find nothing crazy on the phone. All right. In December, the Jalen Day Joint Task Force was announced to help identify and coordinate new leads in the death investigation. Okay, so they must realize something is going on too because it's, it's not adding up. And his mama... Like this this case really got win because his mother urged authorities to really look into her son's case like they did for Gabby Pinto, who was a 22-year-old woman who was reported missing on September 11th of 2021. So if y'all don't know about that, she went on like a cross-country trip with her boyfriend and she was like later found in a national park in Wyoming. Like, they got a video, then they got into, like, I listened to a podcast on this. I think Crime Junkies, if I'm not mistaken, covered it. Yeah, that was that was something else, too. So she, like, like y'all looking into his, looking to my sons, which I feel her. So that's how we all, you know, got wind of this case, and it started spreading. And then they had to, yeah, start getting a joint voice together, joint task force together. So the task force includes Bloomington Police Department, the Peru Police Department, the FBI Chicago Division, the LaSalle County Sheriff's Office, the City of LaSalle Police Department, and the Illinois State Police and the Illinois State Attorney General Office. So all the asses is on it. So with all these damn different task force, all these different heads, there should be more information that I found because all I, what I give y'all today is literally all I could find, literally all they have given out. So it's a lot of unanswered questions. His family ended up enlisting the help of a prominent civil rights attorney, Ben Crump, to push the investigation forward. And, you know, Ben was involved in representing George Floyd. So, you know, he got love. He gonna get some shit out. And, of course, you know, Ben come in and he like, yeah, this death is definitely racially motivated. He thinks it is. And, sir, if it ain't racially motivated, I don't know about racially motivated yet because, I mean, I don't know much. But it's definitely foul play. Something definitely happened. He didn't just drown. So the initial report says that 
His mother traveled from her home in Dansville on the 25th to report her son missing with the Bloomington Police Department because that's where he was at, you know, at the school. She said that she quickly began to experience what felt like pressure from investigators to describe her son as suicidal. So this lady is coming to you telling you that my son is missing. The first thing you're like, he's suicidal, right? No, what the fuck? No. Quote, the Bloomington detective Paul Jones had told me that in order for them to start even doing anything, I had to not only report him as missing, but for them to get started, I had to say like Jalen has suicidal tendencies for them to even start doing their job. And this is what his mother says. Feeling like that was the only way to get her help, get her help for her son. She did say that she felt like he would harm himself, but she only said that because the damn detective pretty much told her, we ain't going to help you if you don't say he, you feel like he's suicidal. Other than that, we're probably just going to say he's a runaway or he just left on his own wheel. He's grown, so he just left on his own wheel. Which is fucked up. Like, why the fuck would you have to... Like, that is fucked up to tell a mother that you need to say your child is suicidal for us to even help you. Why the fuck does he even still have a job? Like, this, this is the bullshit that I be talking about. If I have to tell... This is also what his mother says. If I have to tell you what you want to hear in order for you to do your job, then that's what I do. Um, she does say that she never believed that her son was at risk for suicide. And she even let the investigators know that. Still, she thinks that the investigator came to an early conclusion about the case. And she says the whole suicide thing, that was the basis from the beginning. The bias, I'm sorry, the bias from the beginning. Now, the Bloomington Police Department, you know, my voice changed because here they go. Now, I got to let you know what the police say about it. The Bloomington Police Department spokesperson, John Fairmont, wouldn't comment directly on what Jalen Mon describes, description of the events. In general, he says, missing persons deemed suicidal or otherwise high risk are given priority, but they met the criteria for high risk based simply on the circumstances surrounding his disappearance. Now, that's two different things from what the mother said and what he's saying. Or he's kind of pretty much giving the answer, like, if your son is suicidal, we will look faster. That's pretty much what he's saying. Like, what I am saying, yeah, they probably did tell her that. He's just saying, well, it's true that if your son is suicidal, we will look faster. But his circumstances made it priority. And it's like, How? What was the circumstances? Because y'all said, you know what I'm saying? What was the circumstance for y'all to think it was foul play? Uh-huh, yeah. Because they probably did tell his fucking mother that. He also detailed the day of this uh, day's disappearance, saying that he missed class, not contacting the family. He said that was enough for the police to classify him as a missing person under unknown and suspicious circumstances. I never even heard of that before, but okay. Investigators began to explore multiple angles, he said, working only with the this um this assumption, working only with this assumption, I can't say it, <laughs> that something was amiss, like something was wrong. In the spring of 2002, lawmakers in Springfield passed a law with the governor, J.B. Perks, per, per, I cannot pronounce his name. Perks, Perksy. <laughs> you see how I'm saying that? P R I T Z K E R. How do you say that? 
signed the Jalen Day bill and it, and it requires county coroners to turn over any unidentified body to the FBI if it's been more than 72 hours. Because I did not tell y'all that it took them several weeks to identify Jalen. Yeah, it does not take that long to identify a body. Especially if you have the parents who are giving you stuff to help you identify them. It shouldn't take you that long. At this moment, there are more answers surrounding Jalen's disappearance and death. And that is where we will focus our energy. That's what Dave family is saying in a statement. They also said, as of the moment, we do not know what happened to Jalen. We will not stop until we do. One of the family uh, relatives of a cousin of Jalen says, none of this is making sense. Uh, Davis told Chicago WYS-TV, his dad actually has cancer and Jalen is a bone uh, marrow match for his dad. He would never abandon his father like that. They explained he would come here in Chicago to visit him at Northwestern Hospital, sit with him, you know, encourage him, play with him. So in other words, his mother also said the same thing. Like, he had to get bone marrow for his dad. Like, he wasn't going to just up and leave his daddy like that. But sadly, his daddy actually passed away in April of 2022, which is this year. The family attorney, Holly Benzner, they has never been in Peru before. And his wallet was found in a different area than where some clothes and his school identification was discovered. Also, not making sense. And that's literally all I have about it. Like, I looked some more today before I started to cover it. And that's all I have. So, y'all tell me if y'all think this makes sense. His car was found in a wooded area. His body was found in the river, not by his car. His clothes was found further down, which they can say maybe float down. But how did some of his clothes get off and the thing tied around his waist? Didn't with his tie, don't you think it would be like holding the pants? Because it's like around his waist. Your pants stop at your waist. So it would be tied there. So you would think you had to untie it to get the pants down. Or And then the shoes is off. And if it's a drowner, y'all trying to say he's suicidal. Why would everything not be in the same place? That's the part that's not making sense to me. Like, why is his car here, his body here, his wallet here, his identification here, his phone on the side of the road? None of this is making sense. Oh, what you gonna say? Oh, yeah, he threw all his stuff out the window on his way to where he parked his car. And then, what, he walked some? I don't even know how far the car was from the body, but I know it wasn't close. What, did he walk some miles and went into the water and drowned? But you're an expert swimmer, so I don't even know how that would be possible. It's just the math isn't mathing, but I'm glad that they are. They do have a task force to help, and they're not saying anything, so I really don't know. And I haven't seen nothing else about his case since Shade One posted it last year. And by the way, he is a very handsome, dark-skinned young man. And he was trying to be a doctor. We need some fine doctors out here. No, but for real, like, he was a very handsome man. He had a bright future. He was trying to be a freaking doctor. Like, who would want to hurt the doctor? Seriously, like, he just started at the school, Illinois State, and he was excited. So it's like, I, I'm not, it's not adding up. The 25th, he went missing. When you're in college school, 
when does college start? It start it start before this. So he probably well he wasn't in class. So he was probably in school what two weeks and then something happened. Like this is not making sense. His parents say he's not suicidal. He definitely could have been suicidal if he had to give bone to his daddy. And if he going to visit his dad, he doing this, he doing that. He was going to give the bone marrow for his daddy, and his daddy freaking died because someone took him away. Like this is crazy. It's not making sense. It's not adding up. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, y'all. Like, and then the fact that it's not getting much coverage. I just seen it one time, and then I seen when he went missing. Then I seen when they found him, and then that's the last I seen about it. I searched the latest report I seen was from May, and that wasn't giving anything besides like what I told y'all about phone calls, messages. Well, not even phone calls, like messages in his phone. Six contacts of interest, but they're not saying nothing else. Like, ah, uh, I'm going to keep y'all updated because I know y'all want to know this. Because I want to know, like, something definitely happened to this young man. It's definitely foul play. Drowning. Somebody had to hold. All right, let me see if I can theorize what happened. What I think might have happened. Actually, I don't even know. What would they give us? You don't know. He was last seen at 920 something in the morning. Buy a bear water. Well, before this, because his phone was turned off at 921. So he went and bought weed, which is legal in Illinois because they have a dispensary. So he went and bought weed, cut his phone off. He had a half smoke blunt in his car, which means he was probably chilling. If he had a half smoke blunt in his car, I'm assuming he was chilling in his car. He might even would have, Molly would have been with somebody. Or picked up somebody. Because he didn't, like, he didn't finish his blunt. He left the half-smoked blunt in the car, which means he probably rolled it up when he got in the car. from by, Or it was a pre-roll, I don't know. But he was probably smoking on his ride home. Him to turn his phone off. Maybe it was somebody in his car. Because why would he turn his phone off that early? Maybe somebody was in his car. With him that didn't go inside the dispensary. That could be a possibility, y'all. Maybe he was with somebody and then they got into an altercation. He threw his phone or Maybe the phone got thrown out after the murder. Because I'm going to say it's a murder because expert stomach can't drown. But for someone to be able to drown him and he an expert, they had to be stronger than him. So was he with like a guy? Like, was he with, like, a friend or someone he thought was a friend? Because I don't think a girl can hold a guy underwater to make him drown. Because, like, you're saying the cause of death was drowning. There was no strangulation, no blunt force trauma, no stabbing, no gunshot. Nothing in his system, probably, like, besides weed. Nothing like that. So... That's the only thing. Was he with a, was it a couple people in his car? Like a guy and a girl or a bunch of guys? Was he with some friends? Like, I don't know. And for the phone to be turned off that early, that's early as hell to cut your phone off. And you just like a dispensary. So it's not like you were studying. I was like, I'm going to cut off the focus. Because cut off right after you were seen leaving the dispensary. And then you never been to Peru. So for you to go there, you must have knew someone there. So was the person you was with lived there? I have so many questions, and I'm definitely going to keep a track on this case. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Y'all let me know if I'm tripping, if maybe from what you heard, you think it's a drowning with a bunch of 
weird coincidence. Let me know if you heard any information that I have not heard. Because this is all I can find. There's no update. And maybe I need to write to the Freedom Act. Do the little Freedom Act to get some get some misinformation. Because I need to know what's going on. But yeah, I think I'm going to end it right here. Because that's really all I have. Like, I don't have nothing else. I don't... I told y'all what I think about somebody being in a car, possibly. Like, it's it's the only thing I can think of. Like, that's the only thing I could, some for him. If you say he drowned, obviously it's like water in his lungs. All right? So he clearly must have drowned, if that's what we're saying. So someone had to force him down to drown him. And I don't think a girl is strong enough to drown a man with, without help. Like, or was he with like a friend, like a guy? I don't know. But I'm going to wrap it up here, y'all. This is episode nine of Killer Talk with Bitney. I probably will give y'all two episodes this week. Can y'all believe that? Two episodes this week. Y'all lucky. And I don't know if I said anything about the fan club, but I actually did think I found the name. Y'all let me know if y'all like it as well. Near Nation. I think that's what I named my fan club, Near Nation, because y'all didn't like Big Killers. I don't think y'all like that. Y'all didn't say y'all didn't, but Groover kind of shut me down. If y'all still like Big Killers, let me know that too. DM me. Follow the IG page. You can see pictures of who was covered in the case. Um, you can also DM me to let me know any suggestions, how you feel about the case, whatever. You want to have a conversation, I'm open. Whatever. Um, the IG page is Killer Talk with BN, like Big Near, but just BN. Also, I haven't said in a while, I am an author, me and Queen, our author of the 704 series. Book one, part one is out, Pretty Thugs. We are working on trying to get part two out to you guys. You don't want to miss it about four young ladies who started a drug empire out of Charlotte, North Carolina. It's like a must read. It's fucking awesome. I love my book. But um, also, real quick before I wrap, it's, I'm not seeing no one talk about this. And I'm actually glad we're talking about missing persons and people coming up missing. Because ladies, and as you meant to, everyone listen, there are a lot of women and children being snatched from Durham, Raleigh, Carrie, like this area, no, this is in North Carolina for viewers who don't live here. Please be careful. I'd seen something a woman in Carrie posted. Queen showed me. She posted it a van, like with them little kidnapper vans, with the door open. She was walking in her parking garage. She lived in a gated community. You can only get in with a key. And there was a kidnapper van on the third floor in the garage with the door open with a man inside. And she said she was walking with her little ear pods and the man was telling her to asking her for help because he was lost. She said he had like a rag in his hand. There was like a mattress in the back. Like this shit is getting real. There's a couple of girls in Durham who came up missing. I have not heard nothing about this. I watch the news that when I'm at work in the morning, nothing about this pops up. So guys, please be careful. They are really out here snatching people. Don't park next to white, any type of van, any type of car. I don't care. Be careful. Don't walk alone. Don't be outside by yourself. Like, it's getting real. And no one is saying anything about this. Also, I seen... I, is it... 
is it somewhere else in the Midwest? I seen a podcast about people coming up missing, women getting snatched, and no one saying nothing about it. This shit's getting serious. So y'all, please watch your kids. You seen the FedEx driver kidnapped the little seven year old and killed her within the hour. The fucking FedEx guy, like shit is getting wicked. Y'all, please be safe. Stay prayed up. If you don't believe in something, you need to figure out what you're going to believe in because you need to believe in something. I will be back with another episode next week. We'll have guests. Queen and Guru will be on next week's episode, which I'll probably post once soon and then another one like Sunday. I don't know when y'all going to listen to this, but you end up getting two updates this week. It's Christmas time. I'm in a giving spirit. I love (laughs) y'all. But yes, y'all let me know what y'all think of the episodes. If you want to be a guest, let me know. If you have any case suggestions, DM me. But I think I'm going to wrap it up here, y'all. I love y'all. I will talk to y'all later. See y'all later. Bye, y'all.